Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Riggs and Alley, weekday mornings, and always on demand with the Odyssey app or at 1037kissfm.com. Hi. 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 This is on the TV, to the movie screen, and everywhere in between. This is the Hollywood Dirt with Allie. All righty. Machine Gun Kelly mm-hmm. and Megan Fox. Lots of breakup rumors out there because they're always all over each other. And she was always posting him. Dude, yeah. she hasn't posted him since June. So now everyone's like, hold on. Has she posted other things since yes. June? Okay. Yes, okay. but not him. Now, some say, well, he's on tour and they can't be together all the time okay. because he has, or she has kids. She does have three kids, right? With, with Brian, Brian Austin, Austin Green. Green. Forgot that. She's a mom. So you can't always be on tour right. with your dude when you're a mom. You right. just can't. Like, I don't even. Well, yeah, you got kids to raise. They have a life to live. Gotta be tough. So yeah. um, they're saying there's no big issue. And they're doing just fine, but the internet can read between the rigs. This is like when people when you stop posting your dude, and you're like everything's fine, but you were posting them yeah. daily before that. Maybe things cooled off a little bit. Maybe they realized they were so hot and heavy drinking each other's blood, <laughs> photographed in public. Well, you know how like tumultu- how tumultuous, tumultuous, tumultuous. Thank you. I couldn't say that word. Yeah. Relationships that are that passionate can yeah. be. They get uh-huh. also get crazy on the other end. You may yeah. be passionate in love, but you could have passion, passion and hate. That. Exactly. You sure can. So Megan. Fox and Machine Gun Kelly say they're still together, um, even though she hasn't posted him. And I just want to say, did you get that traffic alert? I didn't. Ozaki County, they said 43 southbound is closed at 60. Ugh. So there's a crash. So that's in Ozaki County. 43 southbound closed at Wisconsin 60. You were having an interesting conversation yesterday. I was. I was at the gym and I was talking to my trainer, Jamie, and somehow it came up. It must have been because she's in her mid-20s, right? Mm -hmm. And her mom wanted her to come get her stuff out of their house. And I started laughing immediately and I go... Does everyone go through this at some point in their life? I've already gone through it 10, 15 years ago Mm -hmm. when I was her age. And Mm -hmm. I said, I feel like everyone's like a rite of passage when your parents call and go, come get all this crap I saved out of our house that you didn't save. It's like, you know, pictures, yearbooks, your tassel from high school, maybe an award you won, you know, (laughs) in high school. Like, I remember I won most, ironically, I won most likely to be a talk show host, which is so per- ironic, right? I won most likely to be Carson Daly. <laughs> and here we are. I promise you. And here we are. And they spelled his name wrong on the award. 
If I ever meet him one day, I'm going to tell him that. (laughs) That's fantastic. So it's all this stuff that I don't really need, but I went and got it from my parents' house, and then I put it in another storage and ignored it. The same thing happened to me a while ago. I had that same thing. Everything you just mentioned was in that box, Allie. Yes. The yearbooks. (laughs) My band awards from when I was in band, all my medals that I won from marching band. Any corny little trophies you won for anything ever in your life? Like I had like sports trophies that were like so corny from like third grade softball. I'm like, I don't need a trophy from third grade softball, mom. There was this book that my mom got, and every page was a different grade. It was like kindergarten, (laughs) first grade, second grade. And every single page had my school picture in it with an envelope with like my report cards and notes from teachers. You know why? And like me writing my favorite things, what I wanted to be when I grew up. And she had me fill it out every single year. And she had this in that box. And she called me and she goes, I have all this stuff in this box. What do you want me to do with it? I was like, I don't care. Exactly. I don't care. I really don't care. So she saved it. And one day she brought it up. You know why your mom did that? Because you were the first. 100%. I was the third. I have like no baby book. Like Penny, my oldest sister, has like the best baby book. And I have like nothing. She admitted that too. It's true. As someone who's had kids now, I get it. Why you wouldn't care after the first. You're like, I don't have time for all this. My mom kept up with it for all of my siblings. But she said only out of principle because she was like, she started to care less, but she was like, I can't not care about one of my kids. So she did it with all of us. So we all have the same book. She shouldn't have wasted her time right now because your sisters are being a pain in the ass. But ironically. And all that work. Is sitting in a box in my basement that I never look at. Oh, you right. Everyone go through this rite Gotta of passage, I, and I don't want to trigger people whose parents. Di- Maybe there's people whose parents didn't save anything and they're mad about it. That yeah. could have be a, a twist too. It could be. Or parents who didn't care and you're upset now that you don't have a box to go pick up. Yeah, your parents threw it away. Yeah, something. Or your parents passed away and you don't know where it is or how to get a hold of it. Maybe you who knows. Call or text us. We have a new number four one four five three three one zero three seven. Have your parents called you at some point? to come get your crap out of their house? And yeah. why do we have to go get stuff we didn't want in the first place? Yes, you want to save it, you keep it. It's just so unfair. Otherwise, throw it away, because well, I don't want it either. You don't want the third grade trophy, Mom. Nope. 103.7 KISS FM. It's Riggs and Allie. Talking about when you have that moment when your parents call you. So they've got all this crap that they've been accumulating of your stuff over the years, and now you are responsible for coming and getting it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Because they don't want it, and they want you to have it, but you don't yeah. care about it either. And I got so triggered with my trainer, who's in her mid-20s, telling me this yesterday, because I remember my parents yeah. making that call, come get your crap, and I was like, I don't want the crap, but I'll come get it anyway. <laughs> if I remember correctly, my mom even mailed that box to me, because she didn't want it anymore. She goes, fine, I'm going to mail it to you, you can keep it in your basement. And I went, fine. She's so sweet, fine. I would have thrown it out before I would have mailed it to she you. She couldn't do it. It was too much work she Put in. Yeah. Amanda uh, from Lamira this morning. Good morning, Amanda. And good morning. Good morning. I know exactly one person from Lamira, and then you. <laughs> awesome. It's a tiny little town. It is. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I recently celebrated my 27th birthday nice. um, the okay. other weekend, and my mom has been bugging me for years <laughs> yep. to come and get some of my stuff out. I leave. I have a lot of other pairs of shoes. They're like random tennis shoes and cracks and other things. Ah. And for my birthday, she was like you know, I'm going to give you this great gift. I wanted a new pair of shoes. She was all excited about giving them to me. 
Well, she couldn't find them. So what she did was she boxed up all of my old shoes and gave them to me. And as I opened my gift, she told me, get your SHIT out of the house. (laughs) And that was my birthday gift this year was all of my old stuff. All your old stuff. I love your mom. That is a a creative way to get it out. Give it as a gift. Uh Uh-huh. Here. I know. Take your stuff. The audacity she had, though. She's like, I couldn't find your shoes, but I figured I'd re-gift all your old ones. (laughs) Thanks, Mom. Uh, Amanda, I love your story, and I love that you said for years. She's been bugging you to come yeah. get your stuff because it's just relatable. I get it. Thank so. you for yeah. calling this morning and listening yep. to Myra girl. Yes. Yeah. Have, an out- have an outstanding day. Our girl Abby is in Waukesha. Abby in Waukesha, who has the, be- the best theme song. Quite honestly. Said, Abby, when you called yesterday, you had me dying because we put her on the air and she goes, hello. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> hello, Abby. Hello, Abby. Hello. Good morning. morning. She didn't do it again. Did your uh, did your parents do this to you? Can you relate to this topic of conversation here? Uh, yeah, I actually, my mom, so I just moved out like last year and every now and then she still pokes at me and she's like, are you going to come get that those boxes of stuff you left in the basement? Yeah. And I'm like, I mean... Yeah, but also, I mean, it hasn't been that long, and she's already like, get it out. You know what's funny? We feel like they're a storage unit for us because we don't want it. We don't want that stuff. No, so we don't have like, the. And when you first move out, you don't have the space. Usually, you're in an apartment. You don't have storage like a house. Usually, right. My first place was very small. I couldn't store all of my crap that my mom had for me. Right. Until exactly. I had a house in a basement, and that's why my mom goes, "You got a house now. You're an adult. You store this crap." Well, I always felt like, why can't you store? You have the house. But then, when I had my own house. I I wouldn't yeah. want somebody's crap in my house either. Exactly. I get it. So right. thanks, Abby. Thanks for calling, Abby. <laughs> yep, have a good day. You have a better day. Our boy Mike's in Hartford. Mike in Hartford, what's up, dude? Good morning. So what did, did your parents, are they still calling you, telling you to get your crap out of their basement? <laughs> nah, so uh, my parents actually, when they moved from the house they lived in, they had a pickup truck that I had driven in high school, and then they gifted to me as a graduation gift, and then nice. took away from me when I bought my own. Okay. And uh, they're like, hey, um, you still want that truck, right? And it was an older Chevy pickup truck, you know, nice truck. And I was like, mm-hmm. yeah. And they're like, come get it before we scrap it. I was like, okay. So I ran, at the time I was a tow truck driver, so I yeah. just ran up and picked it up at the tow truck. Mike, it didn't run. You towed Mike, it away. Hold on. Like, I get not wanting all the crap in the basement, but if they say we're getting rid of a car, I'm getting there quicker than ever, too. And that's why Mike went yep. there with a tow truck. Because the thing didn't run. And, and the the first caller from Lamira, I actually graduated from Lamira in 2005. Oh, oh, maybe you and Amanda know each other. You might know her. Uh, 27. She's you're right. Maybe You're... I might I might know her older uh, older siblings if she maybe. has some. You probably crossed her in a grocery store once or twice. <laughs> probably. <laughs> Thanks for calling, Mike. Have a good one. You have a better day, Finally, man. Finally, Kim is in Menominee Falls, and Kim's got a great perspective because she wanted to talk about this, but she's also got grown kids now. Oh, and you are you calling? So you're calling your kids to get rid of their crap? <laughs> is that what's happening? <laughs> Kim, talk to us. Yeah. So, yeah, my my mom did that to us. You know, all mm-hmm. of us have grown, get out, you know, get your stuff. Here's some pictures I found. Mm-hmm. She used to keep our kids' artwork 
And oh, then she yeah. calls us when now, you know, they're adults. But now I have the issue because I'm older and I have adult kids. I'm either one telling them to come and get their trophies, Allie. Yep. I can relate. My kids played <laughs> AAU basketball. Oh, I have yep. big, large duffel bags full of trophies. Like, so they don't God. want you to get rid of, but they don't want to take them. Right, Cam. But right. the other thing is... The other thing is, is now that they're older and they're looking back, like my kids are five and six years apart. So some of them were almost teenagers when the other ones were, you know, eight, nine years old. Mm -hmm. There's no pictures of them because they wouldn't take pictures. So now I didn't care about them because I didn't take pictures of them. I'm like, really? Oh, because you have more stuff from one kid than the others, and now the others are saying you like the other one better because you saved more stuff, which is funny because Riggs just said his mom only kept up with the baby book so the sisters wouldn't resent her. Exactly. Because they knew they would, she knew they would see mine and be like, why didn't you do one for me? So she was like, fine, I did one for all of you. Kim, do any of them have kids yet? Yes. So they'll, they'll, they'll one of them does yeah. too. Yeah. It'll so come back to the them. The more they have kids, the more they'll realize we don't have time for that as, as life goes exactly. on. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Give it time, Kim. They'll catch up. <laughs> Moral of the story, come get your stuff. Come get your stuff, yes. damn it. And you, can, you can get a shout out on the radio from me or Allie. Or you can get a shout out on stage from... Pitbull. I mean, all of a sudden, we're like potatoes. <laughs> right? And not even good potatoes, like really crap potatoes. We're like a they're bad, all, bad steak fries. They're all bruised <laughs> and gross, and they're on the restaurant floor. No, you could be, get a shout-out on stage from Pitbull himself when he comes to the AmFam Amphitheater on July, uh, August 26th. Mm-hmm. Listen at 745. Yep, one of our winners is going to get their own shout-out. So everybody's going to get tickets. Yes. But only one person gets the shout-out. So and cool. the premium seats. So the uh, Milwaukee County Mental Health Complex, mm-hmm. the big one in Tosa, mm-hmm. closing down, relocating, because they did a study and they found out that 93% of the people that go there are from Milwaukee specifically. So people okay. are having to travel to go to oh. Tosa for a mental health emergency and you, situation. And the last thing you want is to make the resources harder to yeah. get to. Let's make it harder to get to. So they're relocating it to 1525 North 12th Street in Milwaukee in the zip code of right in front of me is it five three two zero five five three two oh five okay three quarters of people that go there are from that specific zip code oh wow so they targeted it they're like we're gonna put it here where people need it the most yeah so people can have the resources they need it'll be staffed around the clock 365 days a year with two psychiatrists they'll have mental health professionals on hand so you can get prescribed something you can bring someone in you can go there yourself if you're in crisis Mm -hmm. or you need some help it's like an emergency mental health clinic like a like an emergency walk-in clinic if you had a cut or a bruise you fell off your bike like you should have that for the brain too you have a situation a breakdown something happens somewhere to go so yeah it opens up in early september there'll be like two different openings like one for people to admit themselves and then one where like law enforcement can bring people in when they're in crisis they can take them there and get them to a yes. safe place so we realize cool. though that people everywhere need mental health help yeah. at this point i know some people don't realize it yeah. but um at least they relocated it to where people can get yeah. to it easier said, if they're using it then do that good on the health department to be like, everybody who needs this lives over there, so let's just move it over there where the people need it so they can just walk right in. And how long did you say that other building was there? 40 years. 40 years. And I mean, it's not like you can't renovate a building. Let's evolve. Mental health's evolved so much anyway. Let's evolve with it, and I'm all for it. So that's relocated starting early September, but very cool. Very forward-thinking. I love that mental health stuff. Hey, hi. 
TV, to the movie screen, and everywhere in between. This is the Hollywood Dirt with Allie. So six months ago, Adele announced she was uh, postponing her residency in Vegas. Oh, yeah. It was abrupt. It was like the day before people had bought tickets, spent hundreds of dollars Airfare on Airfare and hotel and everything, oh, yeah. Could you imagine you put all that, you were getting ready to go see her the next no. day and she cancels? I'd be hot pissed, dude. Yeah. She all re- that money? She released a video at the time. We played it on the air of her crying about it, saying it right. just wasn't where it needed to be. So she's getting ready to revamp because she is going to come back. Remember, I think, did she change venues? She didn't like I, it at Caesars like Palace and, and there she was didn't co- like the There venue. was a COVID restrictions and then that wasn't true or it was true. It was very sketchy and cloudy the whole way. The whole way as far as why yes. it wasn't happening. Yeah. So, uh, she's opening up and she said there was just no soul in it, meaning the show. She said the stage setup wasn't right, it was very disconnected from me and my band, and it lacked intimacy, and maybe I tried too hard to give it those things in such a controlled environment. But she says she does think a Vegas residency is for her. Yeah. She's like, I don't need to be 60 with 20 albums under my belt. I think it'll work now if yeah. I can just get it right. But she said she was definitely embarrassed when she first announced that she was postponing the residency. But she said in the end, it made her confidence grow because it was brave for her to do because she had to do what most people wouldn't do. They wouldn't postpone it the day before. If the show wasn't right, they would No, they half-ass it, it and make it work and uh-huh. do it the way that they don't really want to do it. But nah, yep. that's okay. It's good enough. But she doesn't want good enough. No. She wants outstanding. She She's said, Adele. I'm very proud of myself for standing by my artistic needs. Good. So, I mean, we like celebs when they're authentic. So I guess if it wasn't her, it wasn't her. But it will be the first time people are going to actually see her perform the new album. Yeah. Because she hasn't performed that in front of crowds, really. Nope. She has so, not. The divorce well, album. Right, the divorce album. Which is ironic since she's madly in love with her boyfriend. Yeah. Because it's where the divorce, she wrote it when she was getting divorced. Which we even, we even surmised relationship issues when she canceled it. We were like, is something going on with the relationship? It, Are they not doing the okay? It was odd. It, we didn't. Well, now it, we know. Now we know. It just was not what she wanted and she wasn't going to do it. Okay, who's the jerk? 103.7 KISS FM. I still think you're a jerk. You get to be our moral compass. No, wait, you're a jerk. It's Riggs and Allie's Am I the Jerk? Look what you did, you little jerk. This one is a true moral dilemma. Uh, they all are, but this one's like, uh, Can awkward. I say for the class, I'm just glad yeah. it's not another wedding one. Yeah. <laughs> I got these damn wedding problems. Allie, you, you say that, but we have two emails waiting for oh. am, am I the jerk at 1037kissfm.com that are both wedding ones. Some so. listener wrote on our Facebook the other day that we should start a whole segment for wedding problems at this wedding point. Drama. I said, you're not wrong. We could do wedding Wednesdays. <laughs> <laughs> All right, all, right, so. uh, all right, so go ahead. What's the problem so they're today? One, these siblings, they're wondering if they're jerks for not allowing their dad's girlfriend to say goodbye. What does that mean? Well, here's, here's what they say. Okay. Our dad is 86, and he just had a heart attack this past Monday. It was a big one. Aww. They don't expect him to last much longer, so he's now in hospice care. It's sad, but we're grateful to have these last moments with our dad to say goodbye. Our mom passed away almost 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. Since then, Dad has had quite a few girlfriends, even more when we put him into the assisted living center. So while we're in his room, spending these final days with him, we hear a knock at the door. It's his, quote, girlfriend. They've been together since January, according to her, and we're madly in love. Aw, it's like a nursing home love. (laughs) And we let her stay and say a quick goodbye, but she was here for over six hours until the nursing staff had to ask her to leave. Now she wants to come back again and say that she has things to collect from him. We said no. We don't know her. We don't want to spend any final moments with our dad in the presence of a stranger. (gasps) 
Are we being jerks? <sighs> Robbie and Anna. Okay, are so their names. so their dad is basically dying. He yes. had a girlfriend in the nursing home they don't know, and the yep. girlfriend wants to be involved, and they don't know her, and they don't want her there. She's oh, now beside herself. Awkward. So they're like, because how many girlfriends does he have? You who don't knows? even know. Yes, was this an only girlfriend? Was this I the only one? I don't know. They weren't married also. They were just a girlfriend, oh, so there was dude. no... I don't know. What a weird situation to have to navigate. I told you. It was a weird moral Ooh. dilemma. Told you. So, what should Robbie and Anna do? Are they jerks for not letting the girlfriend come in and say goodbye? Right. To her dying boyfriend? <sighs> it's like one? a girlfriend of like six months. I know. It's like, what? who cares, right? Get if her he's, out. If he's 86, how old is she? <laughs> What's going on there? 414-533-1037. believe old people do it. Do they? I mean, I'll be there one day, and I'm going to do it, but I can't believe. (laughs) I've read multiple news reports that STD rates are very high in assisted living homes. I don't know. They got drugs for that. I meet 40-year-old dudes who can't keep up. How is an 80-year-old guy still They got drugs for that stuff, man. (laughs) (laughs) All righty. You can always email us, amithejerk at Mm 1037kissfm.com. This one is from a uh, sibling group, Robbie and Anna. Mm-hmm. Robbie and Anna, their father, is passing away. He's in hospice. He's 86. He had a girlfriend who wants to come and spend a bunch of time there, and they're like, we let you be here for a goodbye. No more. Like They want the girlfriend to go, because yeah. they have, uh, haven't been together that long, and they don't know his girlfriend. They he's dying. Her. So they feel like she it's not appropriate for her to be around during his death. So, But the girlfriend wants to be there, obviously. Are they jerks? 414-533-1037. Shannon is in West Dallas, our girl. Shannon in West Dallas. You've got a theme song right here on the Chamber Girl. Pull it up there. there it is. Hey. All right, girl. So. Hey girl. Good morning. Good morning. Shannon. So. Are they jerks? No, not at all. Okay. What they, um, you know, your last moments with your parents are something that you should always treasure. Um, maybe they could work on a compromise with the hospice place that, you know, when they're not there, that they can allow the woman to be in there for a little bit of time with him. Yeah. Uh-huh. Just uh-huh. Because, honestly, maybe the woman doesn't realize that, you know, their time isn't as much to him. It's, that's what it seems like to me, if they didn't know much about her. Yeah, they don't. Right, right. And he had lots of girlfriends. Those old men in those nursing homes are flirts. <laughs> yes, they are. <laughs> Got nothing else to do. I mean. All right. Yeah. All right. But, but, but you say not, not a, a jerk. Not a jerk. Okay. Okay. Thank you for calling. Appreciate Makes you sense. listening. Per usual, Shannon. Yep. Uh, I'm sorry for your name, but Karen is in Milwaukee. Karen, I'm sorry. Yes. Your name's Karen. Good morning, Karen. Yes. Good morning. Good morning. Um, so when I first heard this scenario, my first thought was, did they ask their dad what he wanted? Mm. Um, I went through that scenario as well with my dad who was in hospice. And um, but my brothers and sister and I, it was really all about what he wanted to do. Uh-huh. Um, what your dad wanted to you do. You know, got him all his favorite foods. Just, yeah. It was all about him. So that was actually my first thought. Yeah. And then I thought I heard you guys say that the girlfriend visited for six hours. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, she said goodbye. Yeah. I, mean, right. I don't know what she was doing for six hours. You know what? Somebody texted um, in and said that. They said, I feel like six hours was a good enough goodbye. That was Samantha and Waukesha texting in. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. For a and, girlfriend. And I agree with that. <laughs> yeah. For a girlfriend that he was with. Six months, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, do I think they're jerks? This is a tough one. I guess I'd go with no. Okay. 
Um, Do you know why? I feel like it's more about the girlfriend than it is the dad. Like, I don't feel like the dad knows what's going on. So, like, they're trying to worry about their dad, not the girlfriend's feelings. Exactly. Which which might make them a jerk, but it's not if they don't know her, right? Right. They've known the dad longer than the girlfriend in their defense. (laughs) (laughs) She shouldn't have to say it out loud. Yeah. I guess I'll vote no, but okay. uh, yeah, I think okay. they could just ask their dad too and maybe see okay. what he wants too. I don't know, but thank right. you, yeah. thank you for calling. Appreciate your vote. Not a All jerk. Right. Thanks, guys. Uh, thank you, Jack is in Port Washington. Oh, Jack, what's up, my dude? In a minute, what's and up, Jack? Jack said he was a little confused. So, Jack, do you understand the scenario this morning? Now, have you heard more? Where does your confusion lie, sir? Oh no, I. I get it. Okay. I was I didn't mean it was confusing like I didn't have enough information. I just oh. thought it was confusing like as of a decision to make. Yeah. Oh, ah. Fair. fair. So you're on the it's fence. A doozy. You're yeah. on the fence. All right. So he do you said, think they're jerks? It's a doozy, he said. <laughs> I'm I'm going to have to say no. Okay. Okay. Uh I think if she had 6 hours that's a long enough goodbye and I think if the family wants to be there for when he passes. That's something that a family is supposed to do. And if they've only been dating for a short period of time, I don't think that you can. Yeah. Yeah. Jack, really listen, consider that. You're, con- you're like, uh, I get both sides. It's confusing. But listen to this text. I just got <laughs> said WTF. Who wants to spend time in hospice in a hospice room with someone they don't know? I didn't yeah. think about it like that. Yeah. For the family side. I didn't think from about the, it like the, that. The siblings that are writing in Robbie and Anna. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So you say not a jerk as well. I'm going to say not a jerk. Okay. I right, think Jack. if Fair. they don't want her there for the. Yeah, Death. they're dead. All right. Okay. Thanks for calling, Jack. We got to go. Yeah, see have you. a good one. See you soon. Wink. Cheryl's in Milwaukee, and I want to go to her because she said she's got a great perspective because Cheryl, <laughs> tell Riggs what you do for a living. What's up, Cheryl? I work in a funeral home. Oh. Okay. Oh, so you probably my. have this all the time. This is strangers wanting to say goodbye, family arguing about who can or can't be there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, surprisingly, it's more frequent than you would think. Ah, that's so sad. (laughs) At the end of your life, I don't want people arguing after my death about things. Right. Anything. Right, yeah. It is sad, um, but I totally don't think they're being jerks. I think from the sounds of it, the the girlfriend um, probably has had enough time to say goodbye. The thing that's concerning to me is that she said she needed to collect some things. Yeah. What exactly does that mean? Is she trying to get in the room somehow, saying she needs to get stuff back? I don't know what, don't that, know what that means. Right. So what is she looking to take? You know, is it jewelry? Is it valuable items? Cheryl's like thinks it's a con woman. Ooh, really, what Cheryl? A, what a twist. Go on. The plot thickens with Cheryl surmising. Uh, that, and that's not necessarily true, but I mean, it's one of those things you do have to be careful of at the end, yeah. especially since the, the, the kids didn't know anything about her existence. Uh-huh. And the fact that they have not been, you know, together that long, yeah. it's it would be a little concerning to me. I think they've given her an opportunity to say goodbye. Okay. And the, those, those last few minutes with your loved one um, are really tough. So, okay. well, th- well, thank you for calling up this morning. Mm-hmm. And yes. since you work at a funeral home, if you're still listening at 830, I had something interesting happened at a funeral home yesterday that I want to discuss. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> I'll, I'll be calling. sure to be listening. Thank You're you. welcome. You Thank you. It, Cheryl. It's good stuff. Have right. an outstanding day, Cheryl. Finally, Annie is in Brookfield. Annie, are you going to make this a complete clean sweep or are you going to be the one rogue that says they're jerks? No, I'm going to make it a clean sweep. I absolutely think that they are not jerks. Okay. I was going to say the same thing about collecting something that that struck me. I was like, 
she she doesn't need to take anything from his room. That's absolutely not on him. Yeah. Even if it's your stuff, and the, you're, it's gone now. It's gone with him. Like, oh, man. Your Correct. hair curlers. And you know what? I'm never just, leaving you know, stuff in a guy's I mean, house a, again. <laughs> if the hospice care worker notices something or the family notices something that's not theirs, then you can put it in a box and put it aside. He he is in a facility, which means that they will collect it. They they can take it from them if it needs to go back to its own its rightful home. Yeah, then the girlfriend no. can go claim it from the front desk in the lost Correct. and found or whatever. Yeah, yeah. but okay. somebody texted it and said, I work as a CNA in a nursing home. She shouldn't have anything in his room, so what does she need from his room? I find it funny yeah. that we're getting stuck on what yes. does she need from his room now. What does she need? We've now what rotated. To, we've admitted she's a, the, that you know they're not jerks, so now let's focus on what did she want from the room? Let's go after the bee, the woman that's the C and the guy. All right. So you made it a clean sweep, not a jerk this morning. Thank you for calling up. Bye. It's always good to hear from you. It's not a jerk. That was, uh, was super the last awkward, time though. We had a clean sweep. I'm uh, not a jerk. It's been a while. Yeah. Usually it's a clean sweep jerk. <laughs> <laughs> Did the jerk sweep. Oh my goodness. It's 103.7 Kiss FM. Good morning. It's Riggs and Allie. Good morning. You know what? You know um, who turns 40 this year? Who? Not me. Yes, you do. Well, I do turn 40 this year. But Who else? The CD, the compact disc, turns 40 years old today. What? Today. You remember CDs? Yeah. Did you keep them in cases or did you have a book Both. with your CDs? Both. Both. And I just threw out some CDs the other day. Really? They were, yes. Good. They were stupid. <laughs> Why the hell would I keep, C- I don't even have a CD player in my, vis- I couldn't even find one. Uh, they were little, they were CDs my kids used to play. You know like, what was little even, kid music. I was like trash. Do you remember when CDs were cool? Uh-huh. What was even cooler than CDs is when CDR came out and you could record on your own CDs. Oh, Did you ever do that? No. When you burned your own CDs? on your computer? Not much. A little here and there. It used to be super expensive. Like yeah. CD players used to be $1,000 when they first came Isn't out. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> yes. The Gosh. first CD came out in 1982, August of 1982. Mm-hmm. And it was almost $1,000 for a CD <laughs> player back then. And Eventually, paid it. By the mid-80s, it was like 300 600 bucks, And then they were like on little portable ones that we could take around mm-hmm. with skip protection. Remember? Did you have skip protection? <laughs> and it didn't work. The ESP? No, it didn't. No. Uh-uh. <laughs> no, sure it didn't. didn't. You needed an extra battery for the skip protection, uh-huh. but happy birthday to the freaking CD. The first ever CD? And, I don't know if you, if and, you even uh, care. I buried them as well, so it's <laughs> ironic. I've watched them live their whole life, but some geek is sitting there with all their CDs pumped. And I know some people still have cars with CD players. A lot yeah. of people do, actually. Oh, yeah. But I just wouldn't even know what to do with a CD right at this point if you handed it to well, me. Well, when you can plug in your phone and like listen to the Odyssey app or have like a Bluetooth streaming yeah. through it, like why would you need a CD anymore? Right. If you could stream, yeah. why do you need the actual physical the actual, CD anymore? Much no. like television, right? You used can to be, stream everything. You used to be able to get 10 CDs for a penny. And then the 11th was $29 from Columbia House back in the day. And the Netflix sent out DVDs. DVDs, as well, yeah. As well. Netflix used to send DVDs you had to return. Netflix was like a movie rental company that you played with in the mail. It's so weird. It was, when, yes. How Netflix has evolved. Yeah. Wow. And then they started to be like, this should just be streaming. We should just make this on the internet. Once they had the infrastructure and they, they did, did it. it. So, yeah. They did it, yeah. CDs are 40 and nobody has them anymore. But if you do, look. <laughs> Somebody's in their car yelling at us, I have a lot of CDs. How rude. Well, wish your CD player a happy 40th birthday then. <laughs> hey, this is on the TV, to the movie screen, and everywhere in between. This is the Hollywood Dirt with Allie. It's interesting. 
morning, um, watching a lot of these celebrities publicly have kids through a surrogate. It's really starting, oh, yeah. a, it's opening new doors, I think, for a lot of people. Because yeah. so many people obviously struggle struggle with fertility. Yeah. Um, but it's interesting. You never, celebrities used to try to hide it. Uh-huh. And they don't anymore. And I think that's good for people to take whatever route they want to take. Well, yeah. guess who just had their first baby via surrogate? Adrian Below by Lone. You nice. know, she's been around forever. We watched her grow up with the Cheetah Girls, 3LW. I was going to say, she was in 3LW, right? She's yeah. on The Real, which is a talk show on in the every afternoon. Yeah. She's been on that for a long time. And... Yeah. Let's not forget her biggest debut on The Kardashians when she was dating Rob Kardashian. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> that was a big part of that show, too, because she remained friends with Kim. And you'd, you still see her pop up every now and then. But her and Rob were, like, deep in a relationship for a few years. So She was my favorite member of P- uh, 3LW, by the way. I always had a crush on her. How old do you think Adrian uh, Bailon is? 38. You looked it up. It was up on my screen. I'm I would sorry. never say 38. I would say <laughs> no. like 29, 30. I would too, the honestly. The fact that she's 38 blows my mind. And P.S., she's 4'11". Yeah. For those who didn't know that about her. Well, no, because she was kind of the same. She was a teenager when she was in 3LW, and I was a teenager when I was listening to 3LW. Well, I guess you're younger than me then, okay? Only a little bit, though. I guess I was Not in much. college. <laughs> I just thought she was younger. Congratulations yes. to Adrienne Bailon. Surrogate Bilo. with her, first, uh, with her, with her f- first surrogate, first baby. Through a surrogate with her husband. Nice. The end. Uh, last week, I, I talked on the show. Uh, my wife and I lost uh, a friend of ours. Her name is Linda. Yep. Uh, we met her when we first moved here, like 12 years ago, at a Chili's of all places. And I told you <laughs> when you talked about this on the air last, yeah. was it last week? Yeah. I said to you, I said, Briggs, I knew you and Alana had this friend, Linda, that you went out with randomly to like uh-huh. sup, to like supper clubs all and All the stuff. time. But you never told me she like always had on a tracksuit and tons of gold jewelry. You didn't... Tons of it. That just makes her even more of a character. I'm like, Riggs, I didn't realize. Her family operated the Italian place in a place called the Chuck Wagon at the State Fair. Like, wow. she was a staple in the city. Wow. And, and we, you just randomly became friends with her yep, somehow. struck up a conversation at a bar at Chili's, <laughs> kept in touch. She came to our house. We went to her stuff. They, she, she's been there for us, and yeah. she was a really good friend. And yesterday was her funeral, and I talked about how it was weird because they said Brewers or Packer attire is encouraged at her funeral. <sighs> which I thought was odd, first of all, because I was like... I've never been to a funeral that wasn't like decked out to the nines, where I'm in a suit, a stuffy suit, and Funerals it sucks. Funerals are the clothes you hate to wear. Yeah, it's 100%. like the, the church clothes. Yes. The black. The like... man in the studio is, has a comment about this topic. That's why he's sitting in here, in oh. case you're wondering. So. Oh, no, it's, I was just, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because he's been to one of these before. I'm just randomly standing here with headphones <laughs> oh. on. Allie's like, why is he in the studio? Our coworker, right. John, yeah. I saw him come in and put on a headphone. John's off the air, but yeah. he put on headphones, and, and that's why Riggs was like, if you're wondering but before why he's he walked out, I go, here. here's what we're talking about. He goes, oh, I've Experience this because yeah, I have been to that movie. Yeah. Well, so, hold on. What's the movie? Well, here's the movie. Not only were we wearing Brewers and Packers attire, which was odd to show up, I felt so awkward walking in a funeral home wearing a Brewers jersey, but everyone else was wearing super casual clothes because that's what Linda would have done. Right. She didn't dress up for anything. We went to some of the fancy, we went to Moe's Steakhouse downtown, one of the fanciest steak restaurants in the city, mm-hmm. and she wore black Adidas track pants <laughs> and a fleece purple jacket with all of her jewelry that's my and her, girl. her rosy. Cheeks. Nice. She never introduced me to this person. I don't know. She sounds like a character. She's the best. So wait, our coworker John, you've been to a funeral where they were told to wear sports gear? Well, it, it wasn't sports gear so much as uh, and then open what, bar. The, yes. 
there was an open bar at the funeral. What about a what? I walked in. There's people holding beers and what? wines, and people have seltzers. And I go, what? wait a minute, what? The? It looked like a party. It was like a like they so, had a whole a whole buffet spread of food with like spinacopita and vegetables. Where it was, was the? Where was? It? Is it a funeral home? Yeah, it was a funeral home so in Muskego. The yeah. funeral home brought in the booze. Or like there's like coolers or there's a bar. Or like what is it? There were a bunch of coolers with just booze, just out, just no open. Way. They were like, go grab a beer, grab a drink. And I was like, at a funeral? <laughs> of all places? Wait, and Better John, than grabbing Kleenex. Yeah, I guess. You've been to a funeral with an open bar? Sure. When I was married, uh, my wife's grandmother had cancer, and she was diagnosed as, you know, you've got X period of time yes. to live. Yes. And she started planning things, including her own funeral. Mm-hmm. And she basically said, I'll be damned if I'm going to have people standing around moping and crying. <gasps> So she pre-planned an open bar, just mm-hmm. like you would at a wedding. <laughs> That's what it was like, Allie. It was just like that, John. It was just like a wedding. Come I, as you it are. Was so weird. Get loaded and celebrate my life. Wow. It was great, though, because that was exactly because I was thinking about Linda, our friend, and I was like, this is what she would want. Yeah. She wouldn't want like your what was your aunt? You were saying yeah. Uh, the, my ex-wife's grandmother. His, I guess. Well, his ex-grandma-in-law. Ex-grandma-in-law. <laughs> there you go. There Thank you, you Allie. You're, as a divorced person, I got your back. John. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I, I haven't come up with that one yet. Your ex-grandma-in-law. All but right. an yeah, open so bar. she wanted open bars. She wanted everybody to but celebrate like a, her life and I've have a seen good open, time. I've seen open bars at weddings. I've seen open bars at like parties, at bachelorette parties. I've seen them at like just work functions, but never at a funeral, Did ever. What about at a radio station? Yeah, a couple D- times. Daily, no. Did yeah. both of you get drunk? No, I didn't get drunk. I had a beer. John doesn't answer. That means yes. Yeah. <laughs> I did. Uh, got Lydia at a funeral? Good guilty. for you. Good for you. Well, if that's what the person wanted, somebody just texted in and said, for my funeral, that's what I told my family I want. It should be a celebration of the life I lived. Yeah. I don't want it to be stuffy and gross and in a chapel no. with a priest that I don't know. No, Reading thanks. verses from a book that I've never read. I'd, I don't care. Riggs, I've told you more than once on the air, I don't even care if anybody comes. You know why? I'll be yeah. dead. Yeah. I don't care if you even come to my funeral like you got something better to do she'd be so sad you're not there you know what she doesn't care because she did she did Allie I'll be at yours (laughs) no you won't (laughs) for the beer I I was gonna say (laughs) for the beer John will come for the open bar no if if this has happened to you before like an open bar at a funeral like this or maybe just a huge party at a funeral you can always call or text us it's 414-533-1037 but I thought it was really telling of who, who she was as a person yeah the friends that she knew I stood up and I spoke I was the first person that volunteered, of course. What because did you say? I, I told the story of Linda. I said, we met Linda when we moved here 12 years ago, and we met her at a Chili's, <laughs> sent her a glass of white Zinfandel at a Chili's. Who am I laughing about? Somebody who just died. We said, she had so a full bad. glass of white Zinfandel, and we struck up a conversation. She had just lost her husband, so she didn't want to go home because she was lonely. Aww. So we were like, all right, we'll hang out with you. And we kept up a relationship over these last 12 years. And you and Alana are good with third wheels because you have yeah, me. we do. <laughs> we have third wheels all the you time. You know how to do the third wheel relationship. <laughs> no. I mean, towards the end, we would take her home drunk and take her to her house and yeah. like put her in her bed and put her to sleep at night because she couldn't walk. Well, you never did that for me, you son of a bitch. You never got that drunk. <laughs> and you're not 80. <laughs> Fair enough, fair Yet. enough. Okay, so we're going, I see the phones are ringing. Okay, so yeah. we're going to discuss 414-533-1037. Thank you, John, for being part of the convo. And about that beer alley. <laughs> I'll make sure there's plenty for you at my funeral, John. Nice. Don't worry. It's 103.7 KISS FM. This is when you thought you'd seen everything. 
You show up to a funeral in a brewer's jersey, and there's an open bar. What? <laughs> Hello, Wisconsin. <laughs> this is so Wisconsin. We were just uh, talking about my wife and I have a friend, Linda, who uh, passed away. Her funeral was yesterday, and it was uh, a brewers and packers gear was encouraged. Mm-hmm. People were dressed super casual. There was an open bar, a food spread. It was like a wedding. It was like a celebration. Yes. It was really neat. But um, it was the first time you'd been to a funeral like that yes. with an open bar and coolers. Like I've and... been to a funeral where there's food, and there's like some snacks and water, but right. an open bar, I was like, this is great. Damn. This is awesome. Haley is in West Bend today. Morning, Haley. Hi, how are you? Pretty outstanding. Um, <laughs> have you been to a funeral with an open bar like this or something maybe better? <laughs> okay, so I haven't been to a funeral with an open bar, but <laughs> same. I'm 26, <laughs> and, uh, and over the last like six years, I've had a few like friends that have passed away because of different reasons and since they were younger and Mm -hmm. you know all of their friends and stuff were younger um we all just had more of a celebration like everybody brought alcohol in their cars they didn't bring it into like the funeral area obviously but you know of (laughs) but kind of like when you're at a brewer's game or something like tailgating tailgating at a funeral (laughs) oh my god you know somebody's done it yes They've done it in Wisconsin. That's what she's saying they've done. You tailgated at a funeral. Favorite songs instead of like that church music or the sad songs. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, yeah, they're definitely a dark, sad environment, which, oh. which, yeah, maybe we should look at death differently. It's like pooping. Everybody poops. Everybody dies. Like, why do we have to be so? <laughs> yeah, I don't want. I'm trying to take a positive step in on no, no. death, and I'm realizing there is no positive. There is no positive no, take on death unless just, it's an open bar. Oh yes, and they they also Ali will appreciate this. The what? Jew and you will. They sang Ava Nagila and did a dance. <laughs> the Jew and me would. You it probably the only Jewish? one that sh- no what <laughs> no so she's not even Jewish and they did she just okay. loved the song and she loved the dance she Too was funny. Uh, no she was not yeah thank you so much for calling up this morning you have a good day Tail- Bye, tailgating Haley. at a funeral yeah that's Stephane a first Stefan is in Colgate good morning Stefan I love your toothpaste out there come in on Colgate thank you <laughs> <laughs> but uh, different different uh, different Colgate not the same I get yeah. that yes yeah. Stefan yeah. have you seen an open bar at a funeral or something of the like. <laughs> I, I have, you know, we, my, uh, my family, we, a lot of us are in Wisconsin and, and, you know, growing up here and, you know, obviously beer, alcohol, it's, it's, uh, you know, it's we, we live Wisconsinably. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wisconsinably. Yeah. Yes, they do. But I, I have a quick, quick story about, um, weddings and funerals, um, in regards to the open bar. Yeah. So I was at a wedding in July, and I got sat at a random table with uh, a couple of, of uh, we'll say, older members of uh, the church. Okay, sure. And and these ladies were, you know, just going back and forth, chit-chatting like they, you know, you would expect them to do. Yeah. And the one of them out of nowhere says, you know, I, uh, I almost preference, you know, the going to a funeral over going to a wedding. And the other one looks over and she's like, well, what do you mean? And she said, uh, well, there's there's free food, there's free booze, and you don't have to bring a gift. To a funeral? <laughs> <laughs> she's not wrong. And, and wow. She's not wrong, but I'm like, you know, these, you know, I, I'll just say, like I said, older churchgoers, and I was just... 
I didn't even know what to say. Yeah, but you know what's I, funny? They've lived so much life, they're keeping it real. Yeah. That's the truth. But yeah. I know you're thinking as a churchgoer, how could you yeah. say that? But that's hysterical. Man, Stefan, oh. thank you for calling up this morning. That's, that's a funny a story. Great story. <laughs> Appreciate you, dude. Thanks. Have a great, have an outstanding day. I love it. Bella's in Kenosha. Good morning, Bella in Kenosha. Hey, Let me girl. get your theme song. My mouse hey. sucks. Uh, there it is. Oh, Ray. Oh, blame hey. me. Blame the computer. So, Bella. Up? We're talking tailgating um, and open bars at funerals of all places. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think it's an excellent here. idea. Uh-huh. Have you experienced um, this? Yeah, well, unfortunately, I've been to a lot of funerals, and uh-huh. when my brother had passed away, I was like, he would not want anything stuffy like that. Yeah. So it was like, he loves the Packers, he loves, like, you know, 80s classic rock music. And so it was more of a focus on celebrating his life and, like, remembering the good times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so when my best friend passed away um, in 2020, we had, like, a little service, but then we all went to a local bar, and we all hung out and had drinks and just celebrated his life and, like, celebrated our friendship. It was it was excellent. Yeah, at a bar, not at the funeral wanted. home, though. Do you know what's funny, though? <laughs> yeah. Imagine that bartender, this group of people comes in, they're getting plowed, and you're like, and they, you're like, they have sports gear on let's say like Riggs did you're like oh did you come from yeah. the brewer game they're like no a funeral a funeral <laughs> they're wasted they're which like, happened they're... yesterday there was a group of people that went out afterwards and they were drinking after Linda's funeral <laughs> yesterday that's what you'd be telling the bartender right mm-hmm. we're celebrating that's a life your friend would want yeah, yeah I think that's excellent I'm sorry for your loss oh well thank you for saying so and that's exactly what she would have won she did the whole like the end of her yeah, life she Bella, did it she did it her way man. I didn't even say that yet now I, look at <laughs> Bella's one-upping me I'm so, Riggs I'm sorry for I'm, your I'm loss on behalf of me and Allie we're sorry Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you, Bella. But it was interesting All to right, be. Well, have a good day, you guys. Have a better day. Riggs and Alley, weekday mornings, and always on demand with the Odyssey app or at 1037kissfm.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.